It's me, Dan, from Harmontown. You can hear episodes of our show and 30 others before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. The TuneIn app is a free mobile audio app available across iOS, Android, and Windows. Podcast superfans get even more from their favorite shows. For four weeks, new episodes of Harmontown will be available a full 24 hours early, exclusively on TuneIn. Podcasts will release their new episodes early, including feral audio shows like Drinky Fun Time, Dome People Town, and Natural. Butte. Tune in is also full of content like live sports, news, music, and audiobooks. Get the next episode of Harmontown right now at the TuneIn app at tunein.com slash Harmontown. Welcome to, to the, the Mystic, Mystic Party. Party. I'm your host, Zane Grant, Professor of Occult Studies at Lawrenceville, Kansas. And I'm Sydney Steinberg, your sub-co-host, celebrity ghost hunter, and author of the critically acclaimed book, Can a Ghost Give an Autograph? Sydney, what have you been up to this week? <sighs> I'm getting a cat. Oh, really? Yeah, my last one died and you need one as a ghost hunter. Wait, your last one died? What was the context? Oh, she was old. Is this a bit, or your cat really died? My cat really died, but it was many years ago. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It just tragic. takes a while to replace an animal in your life. Oh. Uh, that's I'm sorry. I don't know what I would do if my cat died. Do you Mo have a cat? Yeah. What's her name? Mochi. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah. I inherited her. From? From my wife. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's a lovely cat. Mm -hmm. Lovely old woman. She sleeps under my arm. That's sweet. And uh, over my shoulder. <coughs> hmm. Yeah, she's great. She'll never die. Oh, right. You've put a spell on her. Mm -hmm. You learned at Lawrenceville, Kansas. That's right. You know, at Lawrenceville, I was studying this Marty Robbins song last <laughs> week called uh, Dark Ribbon, hmm. which is uh, it's a story of depression. Oh, it sounds sad. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's horrible, but he <laughs> he uh, he projects the idea of depression into a a dark ribbon that's hanging in the air over him. It's really weird. Yeah, you study really weird stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but you know you know Marty Robbins is. No. He sings that this El Paso song. Can you sing a, li a line <laughs> of it? I don't know, not off the top of my head. Okay. Well, then don't um, judge me for not he knows knowing it. The Streets of Laredo? No. Okay. Anyways, our listeners all know. Yeah. So, um, well, that's enough of that. We have a guest today. We have a guest. Hi. 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 I presume now is the time for me to talk. Yes. Uh, yes, we have uh, Dimitri, I'm sorry. Chloroform. 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 Close enough. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. That's better than what the TSA man called yes. me when I came in. Oh, what did he call you? He called me a nasty, square-faced Russian pig dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my They're God. Yeah. Uncool. Yeah. No. It's For a the test. record, we don't like to be called this. Um, cool. People who work in airports oh. are sad. Don't don't worry about that. Yeah. They take out their anger in upsetting ways. Well, you see so many people going off to nice places, and you have to stay here. Yeah, mm. in an airport. Yeah, boo. Yeah. yeah, but think about the perks. What are those? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have a, 
an, a variety of food establishments to dine at every day. You could sure you could eat all ki- all kinds of different foods. They have Chinese food at the airport. But ima- hamburgers. Imagine, uh, imagine if you're in terminal, like if you work at LAX and your friend is in terminal four, Tom Bradley International, uh, <laughs> where there are so many, uh, what a dazzling array of fantastic <laughs> food places. Uh, but you're in terminal two, which only Delta. No, Delta is five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a terrible it is. terminal. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. There's not. There's like a one sports bar. Which serves hot dogs, which are clearly frozen. You don't like frozen hot dogs? No. No. I like them fresh. Okay. Straight from the factory. Look. (laughs) I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Straight from the factory. Yeah. You wanted to go factory to your plate. It's (laughs) like farm to table, but for hot dogs. Right. Mother Russia, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, things are going pretty well for us. (laughs) Sounds like. Not like over here, the sports bars in the U.S. No. What's the international terminal? Uh, Tom Bradley International. That's at, four. At LAX. That's four. Yeah. Or at Sheremetyevo. <laughs> no. You don't want to at that's all of them are international at Sheremetyevo. <laughs> oh. You have to go to Domodedovo if you want domestic flights in Moscow. Every oh, oh, okay. Mm. So you have an airport in Moscow. There's all. We have two. Right, but you have one yeah. that's all international flights. Yeah. Uh huh. And one is domestic. Domodedovo. But if you want to go to Siberia, you got to take the train. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, uh, is this a gulag joke? Because I, if so, I approve. <laughs> no, it's not. Because I think we have to reclaim our slightly sad history through <laughs> the medium of podcast. I humor. would never joke about it. Uh, no, well, listen, I'm fine with it. I'm no, not this is not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to cut you out. Look, I thought a chick, not a KGB. I'm a patriot and I have strong feelings mm-hmm. about the history of Russia that we won't get into. Cool. But I'm so glad that you're here. Well, as am I. Um, that you've escaped. I mean, that hmm? you've made it to freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say in the international airport at LAX. Yeah, Tom Bradley. Yeah, they have uh, two different Asian places and one of those high-end diners. What's the place called? A high-end diner. Yeah, it's like New York, Delhi. Delhi. Something like that. That's something something totally generic. Yeah. You know I a lot about airports, <coughs> Dimitri. Do you mm-hmm. do a lot of traveling? Mm. I do. I do, Sydney. That is correct. Yes, I have been on to many different places over the course of my life. Uh, some here, some mm. uh, over there. Hmm. You know, the full gamut of different places. Is this for business or pleasure? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> mostly business, mostly business, but also why... If you're lucky enough like me to enjoy your job, then it is both business and pleasure at the same time. And oh. what's your job? Uh, I sell subscriptions to equestrian magazines. And that's oh. how we met you. That is how we met, yeah. yes. Yeah, uh, because Sydney is a huge... She was a horse girl as a kid. I was. Mm-hmm. Kept the renewals up just mm-hmm. because, you know, it's cheap to renewal. It yeah. is. Like the New Yorker sends me these things in the mail all the yeah. time, like horse half price. Yeah, yeah. Horse magazines are a lot cheaper than owning a horse. Yeah, so. and right. we do fantastic, you know, our re-up deals are phenomenal. I mean, I think Sydney now, as a loyal customer, has been playing, paying about 14 cents per magazine now. Yeah. And I get six, so that's pretty good. You six get six, six, six a year? Six magazines mm-hmm. a month. Six different magazines. Oh, wow. You're getting six, uh, you're getting six a month? Yeah. You're supposed to only receive six a year. <gasps> oh, my I God. So I beat the system. Uh, let me just write a note in my... Oh no. I screwed it up. Notes on my Apple. No, I can't lose my telephone. magazines. Things are going pretty well for me. Cheaper <laughs> than the LA Times, oh um, which you can get for six dollars a month, delivered Noted. five days a week. Noted. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, we're so happy to have you here, Dimitri. Oh, yeah, so good to be here. And we know you have a problem, but we're gonna pocket that. 
because first we have to get to the real, the world news. The world news. You know, before we bring it down to the individual level. Hello. You have a new news boy. Thank you for saying so. Uh, a lot of our stories today have to do with animals, as you guys were talking about earlier. Oh, thank oh God. Oh, my God. Well, welcome, Dennis, Dennis the news, news man. Dennis you can call the me news boy. Man. I'll boy. take the boy. Okay, good. <laughs> thank Dennis you so news much. Boy. I have a lot of growing to do, so I appreciate it. Thank we're you. happy to help. Thank you. Uh, the first story, angry cat Cuppy holds woman, daughter, hostage in bedroom. It might seem ridiculous to some, but for a California woman and her daughter, there was no choice but to dial 911 after their aggressive house cat took them hostage. Female is calling on 911, advising that her cat is holding her and her adult daughter hostage in the bedroom, and it attacks them when they try to leave, said the emergency operator over the radio. The black and white feline named Cuppy turned on the two women around 4 a.m., according to KGTV. The hissing house cat would pounce and claw the two women whenever they tried to walk through the house, partially shredding one of their nightgowns. Both women were forced to take cover in a bedroom and call police. They told responding officers Cubby was always an unpredictable animal, but that he had never turned on them like that in 14 years. Oh, my God. Wow. I've dealt with a lot of cat scares because someone once told me, and I think this is true, that when a cat is touching your stomach, like walking on it, it's looking for weak spots. <laughs> so if it has to kill you, it knows how. Like so can one inch punch you. Yes. Like in that specific spot. Yeah, like wow. the... Like the five-finger thing in Kill Bill, like the sure. cat version. The, f- the palm. Huh. The yes. The palm, yes. Is. That is really scary. I, what I like about this story is the language used. So, like, it turned on them. And so they had for a long time been <laughs> confederates in some <laughs> sort of <laughs> scheme. Yeah. And then at the last minute, it was like, you know, they w- they walked slightly too far in front of it, and they just heard the click of its revolver. <laughs> and they were like, no, cop, copy, you son of a bitch. Isn't keeping a small pet in your house kind of a scheme? Because it's an it's a weird animal that you have very little in common with in terms of um, hopes, aspirations. Um, so really, like, it's no surprise that at some point it all yeah, came to a head yeah. and the cat's aspirations. So interests diverge at a certain point, right. and then the cat has to decide if it's going to toe the line or, or tear up your nightshirt or whatever <laughs> the phrase was. In there. Absolutely. Because a cat will actually, if you die, if you pass away, I think I've talked about this before, if you pass away and you're living a lone, lonely life uh, and nobody finds you and you're left with your cat and your dog that's hungry, the cat will eat you first. I can believe this. I believe it. Wait, but both animals will eventually eat you? Yeah, no matter how long you've (laughs) had them. (laughs) This is is, uh, spooky news. So uh, we is the un- understanding that the cat was perhaps possessed by someone or something? Ooh. Potentially. Yeah. Is this yeah. what we are intimating? It's always possible. Mm-hmm. I hope. Yeah, I think uh, it's... No, actually, I don't think so at all. I think no, this, right, this, this, this uh, <laughs> new story it's slipped. A it's a regular cat. Lesson uh, from the story is cat will turn on you. Also, the cat turns on you at 4 a.m., yeah. That is weird. What's uh, why <laughs> was it? Uh, I believe drinking. It suddenly it's not like fuck <laughs> these guys. Yes, I go to that room <laughs> and kill them. It it probably had some sort of alcohol problem. Mm. So another lesson: don't have a drunk cat. Don't have a drunk cat. Lock up your liquor cabinets, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah. So that's great. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, from a negative animal story to a positive one, though. Right. Uh, Dutch woman to marry dog after cat husband dies. Uh-oh. 
Widow Dominique Lisbarel of the Netherlands is getting married again after losing her husband to kidney failure. I'm so sorry. She's getting hitched to her dog. Her first husband, Dorek, was a cat. Putting Dorek to sleep was horrible. I've had him since he was three, but I feel lucky to have had 16 lovely years with him, she said, according to Britain's Daily Mirror. She plans to wed Travis, but wants to wait a while to get over her grief of losing Dorak. Travis, her intendant, has been with her for several years, she said, after she rescued him from being homeless while she was living in Greece. She found him at the beach where he stole her shoes and bag while she was swimming. And then he stole my heart, she says. Liz Burrell, 41, performs wedding rites for domestic animals at MarryYourPet.com, a website she established in 2003. She does not grant every marriage application. There are rules, as with any marriage, she said. The difference between a church ceremony and my online chapel is that I do not allow divorce. I don't want to let anyone abandon their pet. In this day and age, Liz Burrell says she completely understands why someone would tie the knot with an animal. We all need that unconditional love, but it can be hard to find with a human person, especially when everyone withdraws from behind their phone and laptop screens. So why not look to a pet instead, she asked. So many. Yeah, so many reasons. So many things. So many reasons why not to marry your pet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the first thing I would say, just yeah. to, to answer your question, Liz Burrell. <laughs> so many reasons. Wait, give, give me one reason. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any. Well, I mean, look. There's first of all, there is something that is something very attractive about the notion of being able to put down your husband. <laughs> oh yeah. At a certain point, you know. Oh, so amen. So you uh, think she'd right be okay? Sisters? Yeah. We love it. <laughs> I mean. Like that, that's very, it's certainly interesting. I, the thing about this is it feels like it is perhaps a, a secret story written by uh, some Republican <laughs> person trying to slam gay marriage. Because the big thing is like, what, ha what happens if you allow men to marry each other? Or ladies, for that matter. People soon will be marrying staplers uh, oh, or and dogs. Look, as a closet conservative. I think this story just proves them right. Why do you yeah. think it's a conspiracy that well, they I made think this woman? Gay marriage, operation. gay marriage is legal now. Okay, yeah. and what's the next step? Animal marriage. And, That's and, so and it's happening. It no, just, they, just they as are predicted. It to make us think that it's true. Right. Yeah, that's what you think, but you have no evidence for that, and this is from a very reliable news story. Yes, source. from the Daily Mirror, <laughs> famously, famously very reliable red top in is, the UK. Is that where it's from? Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yes, it's very reliable. It comes Super in your reliable. email box every day. Sure. You find out that. It's oh in my, my spam folder, but uh, yes, <laughs> I, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. I'm, I want to know how a cat stole her purse and shoes while she was at the beach. I think that was, was Travis the, the, dog. the dog. Oh, the dog. I what did the cat steal? Do we know? Her heart, Just her I heart. guess. Her soul. Her soul. <laughs> still, how did a dog steal and why? They're not like that. The dog would have waited patiently by her back for her to get out of the ocean. Indeed. <laughs> It would have waited a, yeah. a feral dog, I a like stray. <laughs> I like to imagine somewhere there is a furious Greek man who is like, Duh! my trained bag-stealing dog has been snatched by this Dutch woman. He's just waiting. He's just yeah. waiting at home. He's like that guy with the monkey from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, remember him? Yes. With the eye patch? And he was really disappointed his monkey didn't come back? His monkey, his monkey <laughs> ate poison dates, and I think there was a shot of him looking disappointed. No, yeah. That's a great shot. <laughs> yeah. Every film should Day, What are we doing that. today? What's on the, what's on the agenda? Uh, disappointed man over <laughs> dead poison monkey. We'll knock that out first thing this morning. Yeah. It's uh it's a tough tough world to book. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think uh 
How do you guys feel about animal marriage? Consensual? No. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. You don't think it's consensual? I think it's pretty difficult. Maybe that gorilla that can do sign language could potentially mm-hmm. have the, the wherewithal to say, yeah, I'll marry this guy. Um, but in terms of a dog, I don't think the dog has much choice. In uh, the matter. Pigs are considered smarter than dogs. Uh-huh. What about a pig? Um, no. Sydney? No. No? Okay. Can I just say, um, yes. I apologize. I mean, we keep animals in our house all the time, uh-huh. probably against their will, so why is this any different? That's true. That's question. I don't have any animals in my house, so okay. I, I Can I apologize for saying it to you? I know. These two yeah. animal trappers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. These monsters. animal prison guards. Oh, as an animal trapper for basically my whole life, I guess I should reevaluate. No. I, I think of animals more as children, though. My mom, right. growing up, was always saying the dogs were really her babies because they didn't talk back. Do you so call them fur babies? <laughs> I don't call them fur babies, but a few times I've been like, you're a good little baby. So that's similar. I think that is okay because it is the baby of a, a grown-up cat. Ooh. It's when you refer to it as your baby that yeah. I think the lines <laughs> go beyond blurred and yeah. into uh, uh, whatever a larger <laughs> perversion. blurred is. Some yeah. sort of perversion. Yes. Yeah. What do you think about, I dress, when my wife's gone, sometimes I dress the cat up in her clothes. Go on. When we just have, we'll have dinner, I'll put like mm-hmm. a little uh, a wet food, I'll warm up it with a little water and uh-huh. I'll put it on a, t- I plate it, you know, and I'll put some other stuff on there that she won't eat. Like sure. some sec- you know, green beans and yeah. mashed potatoes and but stuff. She never touches this. Right. It just makes it look more like a meatloaf or something. Yeah. And uh, um, and how does the does the cat seem to enjoy this? Well, yeah. Hmm. It well loves it. If it, well, it. Well, if you can say with a, your hand on your heart that the cat does enjoy it, then that <laughs> is fine. Okay. Yeah. And so you would you go from there to saying I should be able to marry my cat? No. Okay. Uh, you're not going to backdoor <laughs> me in that <laughs> way. Well, if dinner is okay, then I guess some what sort of civil uh, union is You know, fine. afterwards, sometimes we sit while she's wearing my wife's clothes, and uh, we'll watch uh, a movie, some sort of romantic comedy, mm-hmm. a Sleepless in Seattle, mm-hmm. um, something with a cat in it sometimes. Uh, sure. L- <laughs> <laughs> the truth about cats and dogs, perhaps. <laughs> That's yeah. a rom-com. Uh, uh, a very it. romantic movie, like... Uh, yeah. All dogs go to heaven. Yeah, Oliver and Company. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's very romantic movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, and she really likes it. So okay. after we did that two or three times, yes. um, you know, after that, do you think maybe? I, mean, I feel like piece by piece you're tearing away <laughs> all of my arguments against mm. cat human marriage, and yet no, I still don't think it's fine. Yeah. Okay, so you're okay with me watching a movie with my cat dressed as a grown woman? Okay, and then from that, like three months later, say we consummate our love. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Okay, you can't just brush <laughs> over that one. You've lost us all. You no. can't, I mean, how what <laughs> consummating your love? You know, just a kiss on the lips. I'm <laughs> I'm an old-fashioned no. guy. Oh, I see. I'm okay. not gonna sleep. Like holding hands and uh, mm-hmm. going to the sock hop together. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm not gonna sleep with her. I I didn't sleep with my wife before we got married, mm-hmm. and uh, I wouldn't. Beautiful. Yeah. Wait, you guys did that? You. In Russia, they have a lot of prem- premature, uh, yeah. premature the sex. The are pretty cold. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's so your excuse. All right. Everybody's got to get warm. Free love in Russia. All right. All right. Let's get to the next news story. Uh, okay. The next news story is Trek to Discover Truth About Yeti Foiled by the Taliban. An exhibition led by one of the world's most acclaimed mountaineers to find 
out once and for all whether the Yeti really exists has been thwarted by the Taliban. The trip to the remote mountains of northern Pakistan was to have been led by Reinhold Miesner, an Italian mountaineer who was the first person to climb Everest without additional oxygen and also to scale each of the world's tallest 14 peaks. 14 peaks. The 70-year-old adventurer has long been fascinated by the Yeti, but believes that the creature is some sort of Himalayan bear. Just as he believes the sightings of Bigfoot or Sasquatch in the Rocky Mountains are nothing more than mysterious, nothing more mysterious than grizzly bears. The expedition was supposed to have been conducted in secrecy because of security fears, but the project was revealed by the Austrian press and has had to be aborted out of fear out of fear that news could be have reached Taliban fighters in the wilds of Pakistan. Right now, everything has been canceled because people who should not have known about the expedition obviously managed to find out about the expedition in what was interpreted as a veiled reference to the Taliban. But I remain available for this interesting project. <laughs> that, that still has that's, that's how it ends. <laughs> Quote, but I remain available. Well, uh, Taliban hates science. Yeah. Well, I, you know, yeah, I, I too was going to discover a Yeti, but the Taliban stopped me also. Oh, really? Uh, news flash, news release. Uh, <laughs> it's possible to, it's quite easy to claim that you're going to do something. Pr- I was going to discover the cure for cancer, uh-huh. but, Taliban uh, stopped but the Taliban stopped me <laughs> uh, because I just can't concentrate because of all their naughtiness. <laughs> no, yeah. So you think this is just a cover for maybe a lazy scientist? I think this Reinhold Meisner needs to look himself in the mirror and say, maybe I have scaled Everest with no oxygen, but now I am a cheat and a coward. <laughs> yeah, 14 peaks. Well, and yeah. I was too scared yeah. to find a Yeti face-to-face. Yeah. Yeah. The Look, Taliban I've is an easy scapegoat. That's right, because I've seen Yeti many times, and it's, they're fine. The Taliban were never there. They're fine. Taliban yeah. was never there. Yeah. I will you say knew him. What? That you knew him. Well, sure. Yeah, maybe they were watching. Maybe they're behind it all. Closer. That could be. It could be a larger well conspiracy. This could be, maybe the Yetis. They are using Yetis to ferry uh, opium out of <laughs> Afghanistan, and they're worried that if Arnold Meisner finds them, then that will blow their whole operation. He's going to see them driving one of those big trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, a, mon- a monster truck full <laughs> of opium. A monster truck full of opium, <laughs> barreling down a mountain at 100 miles per hour, which only a Yeti mm. can pull off. <laughs> Did you guys see this thing that ISIS blew up a temple? Yesterday, the day before, in, <laughs> just in one. Palmyra. They are like a two thousand year old, like one of the best preserved temples from two thousand years ago. They yeah. just blew it up because they are fucking assholes. Yeah. Well, no jokes in that bit. Just a bit of just a bit, <laughs> bit of politics, international politics. International politics. So you you don't support ISIS. <laughs> You're not a big ISIS well, supporter. I mean, let's not go. S- I don't believe in their cultural policies. But their suppression of women and uh, their hatred for everything that is decent and pure in the world is <laughs> is quite admirable, I think. Oh, good. No, I'm being facetious. Uh, they're terrible. Like, just, in a way, what's good about them, every now and then, it is important for people in the West to go, now, to what extent have we contributed to the situation that is, is you know, developing in the Middle East? And yeah. what have we done that is bad? And then they blow up a cultural, you know, a temple icon from, that is, in no way uh, that it has existed from before their stupid uh, belief system came into being. And I mean specifically ISIS, not uh, Islam. Uh, uh, and th- you know they are the bad guys. That is what's useful about them blowing up a temple. They're like, oh, you're definitely the baddies in this situation. We may not be entirely uh, uh, have clean consciences, but you guys are awful. Right. <laughs> it's... Uh Sort of a, a ranking, a, a ranking no. of atrocities. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. We like a strong political statement in every episode. They, got the, so. they hit the bullseye of being a dick. Yeah, they really it did. It really does. Mm. Just tear down that temple. Mm. Tear down that wall. Just you know? blow up that, <laughs> that super culturally significant well, I mean, did you feel that way when when Reagan said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall? Did, were you kind of like, hey, that's an important part of my history? Well, I was only quite little then, and we had to queue up for milk. So, in a way, I was like, yeah, tear that wall down. Let's get to McDonald's in Red Square. How uh, were the hot dog factories back then, as oh, opposed before the terrible. wall came down? Oh, terrible. really? Oh, yeah, like full me. of sawdust and sand. Because, you know, I, I I taught at University of Leipzig for a while. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, one, uh, I met a woman who was kind of Hungarian. And, and, and I'm kind of Hungarian? Yeah, but she, you know, she had lived in okay. Germany for some time, in East Germany for some time. And one of her favorite foods from a delicacy from uh, the Cold War era was hot dog soup. Oh, yeah. She loved a bit of hot dog soup with noodles. Delicious. And onions. And yes. Uh, <laughs> beetroot. Sometimes nice. onions, if you could get them. Yeah. Right. All right. I think we solved that. Yeah. <laughs> we have we fixed got off the yetis. world. I'm sorry. I talked That's uh, okay. Uh, yetis. No, about, the um, Taliban is doing nothing if all they're doing is not helping us find a yeti. ISIS is the real problem. That should be common ground. You know, yeah. that should be the one thing we all want to know if there's a yeti or not. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, newsboy Dennis. Thank you. Well, you didn't come here from news for no. news, Dimitri. No, but no. so much news there. What, what a bonus. Yeah. You came here because you have a very, sp- a very serious problem. Yeah. Uh, like the city assist. As right. As far as I'm concerned. And you told it to Sydney. I did. When you were up re-upping her uh-huh. equine <gasps> books. When I, when I lost my six magazines a month. Yeah, that's tragic. Yeah. Nah, hopefully we can work that out by the end of this episode. Um, so what's your problem? What's what? What you got a paranormal problem uh, here? What well, is? Well, where to start? Okay, so my friend Steve. Okay, we we were put into uh, uh, when I first moved here. The company moved me here to do uh, equine uh, equestrian magazine sales. Uh, I came from the Moscow branch, and they were like, "Okay, here you go. We're going to sort you out with an apartment and you know uh, uh, living expenses and things to get yourself on on your feet." And they put put me into an apartment with this guy Steve, who moved from the London branch. Okay. Okay. And he seemed okay. Seemed kind of cool. You know, we both like football, uh, soccer. Uh, you know, we had shared interest in that kind of thing. So uh, at, s- at one stage, he was like, "Look, man, I'm really sorry to do this. We're out for we're on a night out." And he's like, "Oh man, I've left my wallet behind. I'm so hungry. Please, can I get these chicken nachos? Like, will you spot me?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, no problem. It's fine, okay." And I was like, "Look, here's the easiest thing. I'll give you fifty dollars, okay? And then you, <laughs> yeah, just go like wild. It's fine. You can give me fifty. Nachos. That's you know. Oh, th- this this is to cover. Uh, you know, that means he's got the nachos. He's got oh. like whatever he needs. Mm-hmm. You know, right? And then it's just easy. He can give me like uh, a fifty dollar bill or two twenties and a ten sure. or like five tens. Yeah, easier or to Or like twenty fives or like whatever. <laughs> no, wait, ten fives, and then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, not twenty fives. I'd be doing really well, right? Yeah. Okay. Be doing but that's right. not the problem. So I lend him fifty dollars. Anyway, it subsequently transpires that Steve is a werewolf. Okay. <gasps> he uh. Ad, uh, can transform into a wolf, uh, as and when required. Well, a wolf man. Not that he didn't go to full wolf. Um, I don't know what the name for that is. A skin changer? Who knows? 
Yeah, transmogrification into wolf. Uh, yeah, it's a very long title. He's probably grateful that it's not what he is, because he'd have to explain all the time. Mm. Yeah. And how do you spell that, etc. <laughs> so he's a werewolf, and like... <sighs> This has really shifted the balance of power in our relationship because, like, I he owes me fifty dollars. Like, that is totally clear cut, but it's uh, very difficult to make a werewolf do anything you don't want him to, you know, or he does not want to do. Rather, yes. It's <laughs> also, I- it's easy to make him do things you don't want him to, you know. <laughs> it, it, like, like what? Well, I mean, like, you know, like. I don't know, like uh, uh, parade a sexy lady around in your living room, and he will eat her. You know, <laughs> right? Uh, but you don't want it. You, you don't want it. You to. just want the sexy lady for your own. Sure. Like I don't. That sounds weird. I don't make sexy ladies parade around in my living room. But like, if there were one there, I would probably want to be like, "Hey, do you want a glass of wine or like whatever?" And then he'd be like, "Ah!" <laughs> and he'd like uh, like disembowel her or something. Right. That's inappropriate for the situation. Yeah. Super. Like not helpful. You're just trying to sit down and watch. Milo and Otis. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Like another one of these of really sexy Disney films. <laughs> uh-huh. Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, he's mauling a woman to the death. The, the borrower. No, the rescuers. That's the borrowers. The borrowers. <laughs> that's one of the little people. Right. Um, uh, yeah, and he's going to eat her up. Now, that's, that's he, as I say, he, 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 he actually has not done that. Like, it is oh, he, he, he's largely been like a perfect roommate, but he owes me $50, and every time I bring it up, he like he's like oh yeah oh shit man I'm so sorry I must like oh, but the ba- like I don't want to jump in my car right now and go to the bank and I'll definitely bring it back to you and I want to like you know like g- get up in his grill about it but I'm worried that if I do that you know he will like tear me in half and then stand on top of the building and howl uh, at the sky. That's tough. I um I actually I've stopped loaning people money for that reason. Right. Yeah. And I know it's too late for that, but I'm just <coughs> thinking for the future, listeners, no. don't loan your friends money. It can cause problems later. I uh, sometimes people say, "Hey, Zane, will you uh, pick up a, pick up a ticket for me while you're online to this uh, comedy show or some movie or something?" Yeah. And I say, "Oh, yeah, sure, no problem." Then we show up, and they say, "Oh, hey, I'll pay you back later." I never see that money. Yeah, again. it's not good. I mean, like, and the thing is, it's like fifty dollars is not. Um, you know, I'm not the Daddy Warbucks. Right, that's a good chunk Annie. of money. Yeah. But you know, but that, you know, it's not so much money. It's not like, oh my god, this is like a life-changing amount, or like, but it's it's enough to be like, it's like a pain, you know. And I can't, you know, fifty dollars is like, uh, I don't know, that's like f- f- four trips to the cinema or whatever, you know. Like it's 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 not an it's not a, it's not nothing. Right. It's no. a good anything it's a good over chunk twenty. Yeah. It's a it's substantial. A, it's like a half a day's work. Yeah. Uh, for most people. Yeah. It's really? Is that how much money most people are making? If that, yeah. Wow. It's We're not in a great we're place. here in this country? Mm-hmm. In this country. Is this thanks to China's stock market crashing? It <laughs> yeah, it all... It is it only oh. as, of, as, of as of a Monday. few days ago, yeah, people's uh, wages were people cut off. People were on like $100,000 <laughs> a day. <laughs> yeah. And it's, now it's, suddenly it's unfortunate uh, that inflation is directly tied to the minimum wage here. <sighs> that is bad luck. Yeah, <laughs> should get a different government. <laughs> yeah, and so in Russia oh. they just mm-hmm. there's just a fixed minimum wage. Yeah. yeah, well we each get a chunk of we each get sent a can of oil every day. Oh, uh, yeah. From from Hugo Chavez. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he's very kind to us, and we are uh, reciprocally kind to him. Right. Um, that is that is international relations. You guys need to uh, be less insular. Get on board with everybody. Yeah. Invade yeah. the countries near you. We still have this impression that we're in a sort of unipolar world. And I feel like that's changed 20 years ago, and we just 
didn't notice. You know what it is? It is a unipolar bear world. Watch out. <laughs> Global warming. Oh. Well, yeah. you know, we've really gotten away from this werewolf yeah, problem. Yeah, sorry. But that's okay. Um, we were talking about finance, you know, and how... International uh, finance. International finance and how that if affects each of us. And, and, you know, $50, as I say, it's not a huge amount of money, but it's enough money for it to be an issue. You know, it's like all the time. Whenever I see him now, I'm just like, I see like Ulysses S. Grant's face, like superimposed over his. And then he like busts through it like a football team coming out onto a pitch. Well, that's, that is, that is fucked up i have to yeah. say and you got to see this guy every day so every it's day? insult yeah. to injury and, and it's er impacting your friendship yeah it's like yeah. on your mind you can't you probably resent him uh, i do i do like and it's it's building like it's building a wall between us you know well you know our lines are blowing up um i know our callers have strong opinions about money and werewolves so uh you know let's take a call can i get Great. a dentist can i get a dentist can i get line three line three hello it's me, Reinhold Meisner. Oh, oh Reinhold. Hi, Reinhold. Oh, you got How the chuckles. What's going on? It's very, I'm very cold. <laughs> I blame the Taliban. Okay, so I see the problem is you are a small, weeny man that can't face <laughs> a werewolf. I face a yeti. I'm pretty tough. Not a of the like you say. Hold on, you didn't. You have not faced the Yeti. You just you said the Taliban stop you. I face it in legal battles. Okay, well you are you are involved in illegal conflict with the Yeti. Yes, yes. He too owes me money. He owes me. Uh, what do we have? Euro? Yes, he owes me euros, three euros, and I hunt him down. I kill huh. him. What? I will get those euros back. What can huh. three euros buy? Yeah. Well, in Austrian Alps, quite a lot. Uh, blubber for your skin, so you do not get so cold. Uh, a hot dog. <laughs> hot dog is international in Europe. Everyone likes hot dogs. Yeah, we are, that is true. We all, like, we are crazy for, I mean, I'm, like, on a party part of Europe. But well, have you considered just uh, killing him? Yes, kill him. The Steve? Yeah. Silver bullet. Guys, it listen. Works on humans, too. This is the thing. First of all, Steve, ha like, I can't just kill him. Like, I'd be the first suspect. It's an easier thing to... You know how hard it is to kill someone and get away with it nowadays? Right, like, and if you're really the roommate... If all you do, blame the Taliban. Easy <laughs> peasy. Oh, Reinhold, you coward. You that coward. coward. That is your you goddamn coward. That is you your climbed 14 mountains. You think you're somebody? You can just go around killing supernatural beasts? I am Reinhold on the Taliban, you know, there is a uh, uh, Ben Folds album about uh, entitled the something Reinhold Meisner. Look it up, Google it. Uh, is that right? Yeah, he's. Uh, I can't remember what the. Uh, someone can look it up. Huh. I don't. Uh, uh, yeah. You would have thought I'd know that. Yeah, uh, I would have assumed that you would have been aware of this, Reinhold. But perhaps you were too busy blaming the Taliban for your own clear failings as an explorer and climber. You know, I screw you. You. Tiny dick oh <laughs> my god. Uh, Reinhold. Uh, you know, Reinhold. Reinhold. Hang, hang, up, hang up on this guy. This is a show. Man this up. Well, I, 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 even though he was rude. I, I mean, he did not give any advice. His advice no was kill. Advice. Kill. Yeah, yeah, we get a lot no. of those calls. We get a lot of kill him. Um, you know, and be werewolf. That's another. That's another. Be, be, be werewolf. It's a, it's a little slogan we teach the children who listen to the show. Oh. You know, silver bullet. Be werewolf. Yeah, it helps I mean, I maybe I could like leave some like silver bullets around Ooh, on like the counter in the house. A threat. Yeah, but that is like that is 
That's not a subtle threat. That no. is like, oh look, Straight that's like point. me like lifting up the my shirt and showing him I've got a gun in my pants, like in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> I have a quick point of cl clarification. Yeah, please. Um, is he always a werewolf when you're asking for the money back? Well, here's the thing. He, no, but he, he is like, um, his whole thing is he like gets triggered by stress, right? He's not, you know, the classic thing is it's the, oh. the full moon and that sets him off. He can change. I think he can change at will. Okay. <laughs> but he, is, he says, oh, no, it's just like high stress situations. You know, and then uh, and and yet always, like when it comes time for that, he's either like, "Oh, the traffic is too bad. I don't want to drive to the bank," or or else he's like, "Oh,", oh and then he changes, and then and then his whole thing is, you know, he still we can have conversation when he is werewolf, <laughs> but he's he's like, "Oh, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm a different person now." Like, oh, you he's think he's faking it? Well, he's like Ooh. he's giving it this whole Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde thing, and he's like, "Listen." Now I am not responsible for the behavior of a regular Steve, mm. and I'm like, really? And, you know, and then and vice versa. Steve says he is not responsible for the behavior of Archie, which is the name he gives himself when he is a werewolf. Wow, hmm. Archie, like um, you know, like the, the comics. comics. Yeah, like huh. Archibald. Not a very threatening name. No, but like I if I like if I'm like watching the morning news and they're like uh, some mysterious werewolf figure has torn up a lot of coeds uh, at a softball game. Oh. I don't know. It drives him crazy. He loves it. Uh, athletic. Oh, he loves it. He loves right. athletic ladies. Right. Um, and uh, and and then the next one, Steve is like, "Ugh, yikes! I can't believe Archie did that." And I'm like, "You're the same. Yeah. Like, You're the like same he carries person. a lot of the same information across from person. You know, it's not mm. like he sure. does not know what he did. He was like, oh, I was. Yeah, I know. It's like uh, if you or uh, you or I had a psychotic break. Yeah, we would still be responsible. Still be us. Mm -hmm. Or if we have some sort of uh, like I love chocolate, can't stop sure. eating it. But that person I become when I'm eating chocolate, I'm still responsible. Yeah. The next day when I those extra pounds are on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And uh, and um, and you know eating chocolate is bad. It is not the same as eviscerating a lot of girls at a softball game. Oh, that no. sounds kind of. He cold. also only ever yeah. seems to eat ladies, which I find Ugh. like weird. And Steve creepy. should be in therapy. Sounds like he could use some therapy. Yeah. Well, let's take another call, see what the callers have to say. Caller, uh, what's your, hello? Oh, yeah, hey, this is Daryl. I'm a big fan of the program. Just oh. wanted to put that out there. Oh, thank time. you, Daryl. Is it uh, Dare? Daryl. Daryl. And oh, where are you calling from? Uh, Louisiana. Oh, okay. Ooh. Uh, the, but the boonies of Louisiana. Oh, Ooh, right. The bayou. Uh, near Homa, further north. Okay, uh, before that, getting that, I just want to know what the configuration is there at the at the station. The configuration? Are you all looking at each other right now and rolling your eyes? Or are you all looking at a box or something? What is the configure? I just want to know. I want to be on the same wavelength. We're looking at each other, we're but we're not rolling other. our eyes. Okay, but how would I know that? Do you know what I mean? Like You, you have to trust be. us. If you're a fan of the show, I need some trust. Do you have Snapchat? I, I, I do have Snapchat, yeah. Cool, I'll send you a picture right now. That'd be fantastic. Thank you. Did you get it? Oh. Oh, yeah, I can. Oh, this is okay. I'll send you a picture of me. Hold on, let me put a different shirt on. Okay, did you get mine? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. You look great. Yeah, tie-dyed. Very, uh, very distinguished-looking man. Oh, thank you very much for saying that. I appreciate that very much. Okay. <laughs> did you have a... Big fan of the program. Oh. Uh, I just wanted to say that you need to get uh, proactive with your situation. Uh, if you're friends with Steve and you want to maintain that friendship, you got to get out of that living uh, relationship. you got to move. Is what I'm saying. I used to live with uh, my brother and sister, uh -huh. uh, and I mm. love them very much. But yeah, 
we would get on each other's nerves and things would come up and I was passive aggressively just starting to hate them and I knew that I just had to move out of that living situation. And if you're able to do that, I say just move. It'll give you some distance. You'll get back to why you guys were friends in the first place. You don't got to worry about them tearing you apart all the time. Maybe meet them for coffee somewhere calm. Ask them for the money. Just give yourself some space. Do you know what I mean? Wow, Daryl, I have to say, when, when you first called in, and uh, I was not certain that you would have such excellent advice to give. Um, I mean, what do you mean by that? Well, just because of your attitude regarding what do I mean, like, are our eyes rolling? I mean, what are your eyes doing right now? Uh, uh, I'm staring fixedly at Sydney, I mean specifically at her knee, uh, okay. because I'm worried that, I, you know, I don't want to... I, I'm worried that... Can, uh, will you take a Snapchat just quickly? Sure, hold on. Let me Snapchat you. Okay. Okay, you got it? Yeah, you're good. He's okay, yeah, see, so this is, the, like, <laughs> I, I certainly absolutely did not mean any disrespect. It was, uh, Daryl, it was a fantastic piece of um, okay. advice. Um, so, thank you. I mean, I think that's, uh, like, that is possibly that a course of great. action that I should I think mean, about. are you able to move? Do you have the means to move? I have a, f yeah, I have a few problems with this. Well, well, I will fir first of all, I will say that it is it is hard, it is hard for me to move, because you know uh, this is a uh, I've been put into accommodation by my work. You know, I've only been over here for for a few uh, few months so far, and I know that the the contract is supposed to run for another three to four months, and then I'm you know encouraged to find my own place under my own steam. But um, I wonder if maybe I could find someone else to come in, like take my spot, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, potentially it's going to cost you more than $50 to move out. Ooh. That's a good point. That's a, good, a good point. point. Well, second of all, you're not really friends with the guy. You just, you're work buds. Yeah, but uh, but we, uh, this is the thing, like, we have kind of a fun time when he's oh, not. Oh, so you do like hanging out with him. You know, well, this is the problem, right? If he was just a jerk, I would, I would like, I would mm. just like. He wouldn't be I'd here. write it off, you know. Yeah. I'd just be like, okay, jerk, take your $50. You know, I hope you die in a car accident <laughs> or something. Right. You know, but but he's like, we have fun. You know, there's a shed like we have two strangers in a strange land. You know, we go to Hooters oh. and we're like, God, the food is disgusting. Uh, um, and uh, the ladies the are quite sad. Are great. The ladies are sad too. Well, they seem sad. I mean, they are. So why, why do you, you like, go why there? Why are you there? Well, because it's like it's like it's kitsch. You know, it's kitsch like American mm -hmm. culture. All oh, right. Yeah. And um, you know, we go to the Dodgers. We go and watch the Dodgers game. We live in. LA, we didn't say that before, but mm -hmm. we both live in Los Angeles. We go to the Dodgers and we're like, oh, there's no one here watching this team. How do they make money? Um, <laughs> you know, and just, it's, uh, we have a lot of fun together. And so that is why it is a shame that he, uh, you know, that he owes me money. And I have to say uh, that he does tear up ladies' softball teams. I don't like that Oof. so much. So like do that you either. think that ha having some distance from him, is that going to, that's not going to stop him from being a werewolf? No, but I will be. I want to have to be around for the werewolf thing, you know. Uh. I want to, because he wants to talk about it all the time. You know, he's like, "Oh my god!" And then, and then I like turned and I like dropped low to my right and I punched my hand up through this person's chest and out the back and, Oof. you know. And then this security guard shot me in the shoulder and I was like, but it did not. And then the bullet fell out again and, you know, it gets quite boring. Right. I mean, we all have those friends that turn hooligan and at the at the uh, football yeah. match. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, we don't want to be around them no. at that point. So you don't, but then, but then, you know, there's that shared, like, there is a certain degree of, even with the friends, and I'm sorry, Daryl, that you're having to, li to, to listen to this. Maybe you, you have a friend like this who is, 
who is like can be such a, a ding dong, you know, but uh, and yet is you kind of they are a friend, you know. Okay, I just wanted to call out that you said uh, you said it. You wish you could tell him like I hope you just go die in a car accident. But from the information you've given, he is a werewolf, so that wouldn't be possible. I just wanted to put that. That's out. A, he's got yeah. a good point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if he crashed into a silver lorry. Okay. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. You know. Um, yeah. Well, let's do all the semantics of it. Okay. Just for our listeners, what's a lorry? Mm. <laughs> It's like a truck for. Uh, I lived in England for five years before. <laughs> that's why so I pick up a lot of English idioms. That's why I learned my English, governor. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I can it. just throw in the old English, proper okay. English word. Yeah. So a lorry driver. Lo- yeah, like a truck, a truck driver. A truck driver. Yeah. So he drives into the back of a semi full of silver rods, and Oof. they shoot into him. Interesting. In this scenario in which he dies. Sure. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. It's no. It's okay. uh, like it, it's good that you are. Like keeping an eye out for these things I'm because a big fan of the program. Well, uh, so I can t- I can tell. Well, it sounds it. like uh, yeah, that's a that's some good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, get some distance, and uh, you know try to renegotiate your relationships. That's some boundaries oh. you can maintain. So that would that would definitely solve some of your more relationship problems. Yeah, getting that fifty bucks back. I don't know. It might take a face to face confrontation or a Venmo charge. When someone owes me money and I'm too nervous to ask them, which is always, just uh-huh. charge him on Venmo. Oh, can well I do that? Just take money from him on Venmo? Well, it won't <laughs> give it to you right away. He has to agree. It's like an, uh, you ask for it. Yeah, you it. ask for it. It's a safe way. Like that article said, we're all hiding behind our screens, and that's the way it's benefited me, particularly. Yeah. Not your not your pets, but you. No. Yeah. Well, let's take one more call. Uh, and... See, you know, I feel like we're close. We're getting close. Yeah. I do think, I think Daryl had some, thank you, Daryl. Daryl's very uh, wise. Um, that uh, has had some good wisdoms for us. Mm. Um, let me get one more call. Um, hello, caller? Uh, this is Archie, bro. Oh. <gasps> hey, oh, Archie. No. Oh, uh, Archie. Archie, Steve. Wow! Oh, oh that's a quick transformation. Hey, Steve, well, like, why we got you on the line? Hey, I don't want to be forward, but mm-hmm. you got fifty. You, do you have fifty dollars? You owe fifty dollars to Dimitri. Yeah. Oh, what, what, uh, Archie doesn't oh, know so about uh, fifty dollars. Uh, Archie, oh. well, you you can't hurt Dimitri now. Be a man of your word, okay? Pay your debts. Oh, Archie doesn't re- resent that self-accusation. Uh, uh, Archie. Archie, where are you now? Softball game. The oh, <laughs> co- which what? Where? Who's uh, who is playing in the softball? Just the flesh of women. <laughs> oh, I see. that is such a oh weird way. Oh. Like so do disturbing. Do you, can we just can we put can we just mute it just for one second? Sure. Yes, oh, he's uh, muted. muted. Do you see, like that is so weird, right? Okay, it's because of the flesh of the wi- flesh of women. Does he hate women? I think we could kill this guy. I feel fine with killing misogynists. Yeah. And and particularly men slash okay, werewolves. So we're going to have to do like a strangers on a train type situation. Okay? Yeah. You're going to have to kill him. And you're going to kill him. Thro- I'll kill your cat. Isn't that, that throw no. mama no. from oh, the so train? Th- throw throw mom- mama from the train with Billy Crystal. <laughs> that was the original. With, uh, that was Hitchcock remade it. Yes, Hitchcock oh, remade Throw Mama I'm from the train. I'm a huge Danny um, DeVito fan. And uh, so. what was the other one? She's got a lot of heads in a duffel bag. Is that Throw Mama from the train? Is that that one? Yeah, that's Throw Mama from the train. Then there was a remake called Strangers on the Train, written by 
pinned by Patricia Highsmith yeah. for Alfred Hitchcock. And then there was Double Indemnity. There was Double Indemnity came after which that. Which came after all of those, which was a Rob Schneider uh, vehicle, I it believe. It was, and he got in trouble for man whoring. <laughs> um, so, and he had to he had to have somebody. Anyway. I should be on mute. Uh, we should unmute. Okay. Us. Yeah. Okay. Wait no, suspicious. you you need to kill someone. We're fine. We have a hitman. Yeah, okay, look, for the you show. can have a free one. Okay, yeah, I'll kill someone for you guys. As have you ever killed fire. anyone before? Yeah, <laughs> do you know? Right. Yeah, oh, okay. literally like tons of people. But after the wall fell, uh, less so then, <laughs> but still sometimes. Okay, I was in Spetsnaz. That is like uh Delta Force. Mm. Delta Force. I'm familiar. That is a movie. Well, that's a movie with Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris and as a good friend. Charlie Sheen, Bob is Forster it? playing yeah. a Muslim. There you go, terrorist. Um, anyway, I am down for this trade. You're down for it. Who do yeah. you want him to knock off? I don't have anybody I at have the moment. I have to think of. I think of several men in the comedy. Just a free one up in the air. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Just you know who aren't. It's all coming back to men who aren't great to women. I'll basically. take my answer off air. Okay. Yeah. So we got a kind of Game of Thrones situation. You got two. You got one more. Yeah. You got as long as this whole ordeal won't affect my magazine subscriptions, I'm no, I'm hey, game for whatever. What, we could maybe even work something. <gasps> Sweeten the deal. Ooh. Maybe I could delete that note off my iPhone notes saying you should only be getting six uh, a month, not six a week. <sighs> Incredible. I th- I think we got something. All right, unmute. Let's unmute it. And uh, hey Archie. Hey Archie. Oh, I'm Steve. Oh, oh, hi, oh hi Steve. Steve. Hi, Steve. I've got to tell. I feel really bad about because we're work colleagues, and we how are? about I pay you back five tens? Steve, that's great. Steve, yeah. I would take. I amount. would totally take that. Uh, this is an interesting turnaround yeah. in your uh, you know what? behavior. He doesn't want. Yeah, huh? <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't want the money. Uh, Wait, oh, we let's mute this again. That's very do you do you want to take? Know, this is difficult because do you like do you I w- I, re- I came here wanted the fifty dollars yeah. and then now you're saying you'll kill him. I right. Know. I. He's he's like he's like my only work friend. Like he's a nice guy. <laughs> the rest of the guys that mm. work in my office are r- are jerks. Real yeah. dudes. Okay. But they always pay back. They do always pay back, and and I have lent them all money, and they paid it back promptly. Mm. Huh. Well, we'll give Steve the benefit of the doubt. You know, we've already made the deal, though. Well, I. Well, how about? How about you uh, still do a kill for us? Yeah, we just do an IOU on both sides. Ooh. Oh, okay, I'm okay, okay with that. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. The only rule is we have to kill a misogynist. A misogynist. Mm-hmm. A massage. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unmute. Unmute. Hi, uh, Steve. Uh, this is Archie. Archie. Oh, hey. Satan with the <laughs> flesh of women. Oh. Uh, You'll never get that money. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Archie. Archie. Oh, so did you run back to the telephone? I'm sorry. I was checking to see if you had left, and now I've sort of summoned you back. Uh, so is Steve around? Is he going to pay me my fifty bucks? Uh, did we just? Ah, uh, yeah, it's Steve here. Hi, Steve. Were you talking to Archie? I don't know. I don't know. Yes, I yes, I was talking to Archie. I'm sure you don't know anything about that. So, Steve, are you going to pay me my money or what? I would happily. Oh, oh no, it's happening. Oh, okay. Okay. okay, that's it. That's it. Okay, that's bye, it. bye, Archie. Goodbye. Uh, okay. Well, we well, solved your problem. I think we know yeah. what's going to happen now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You guys are going to so kill Archie slash Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No problem. No problem. I'll dispatch Dennis. He actually doubles as our, as our Dennis supernatural assassin. Yeah. yeah. Ah, you would not know it to look at him. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. that's the best kind of assassin. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, 
I'm glad Thank we solved you your problem. So much. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it is such a relief. Yeah. Uh, if uh, I tell you what, if Dennis could try and extract fifty dollars from uh, Archie's like or or, or, or Steve's uh, wallet. Oh, uh, for sure. Before, uh, b- or before, during, or after he kills him, mm-hmm. I'd be that'd be really. And sweet. if nothing else, a, a werewolf skull at a curio shop, you could get easily Ooh, get fifty dollars for it. Oh yeah. So I mean, yes. you probably have to clean it yourself. Dennis isn't gonna offer. Will that I get to keep that? Yeah, you can have the oh skull oh, and great. you could resell it for fifty bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my God, so I can come out like a hundred yeah. bucks. Oh yeah. Potentially, you know. Potentially. If you do the legwork. And if you take over all of his magazine business, because I order a few from Archie as well. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is really going to benefit yes. you. I'm so sorry th- for the loss of your, the oh future yeah. loss of your friend. We are sorry about that. Yeah, that's but a hey, shame. Man, friends are a dime a dozen. Get yeah. a cat. Maybe you could get a cat. Yeah. Maybe. Well, um, our, uh, Dimitri. Dimitri. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the yeah. show. Oh, thank uh, you. Guys, thank is there so, any? So much. Could you tell people where they might subscribe to your? magazines oh well i don't really have a, an online presence if people are looking for that but i can recommend the uh the twitter uh, of uh, a fellow called uh, uh what is at the humphrey car at t-h-e-h-u-m-p-h-r-e-y-k-e-r he handles a lot of my online business for me and you're a big fan of him big fan of his he's big He's a very tall fellow. Oh, uh, and, and not I like am you. Not like me. I am medium sized. Right. So you mm-hmm. just blend in. Yeah. Uh, that's why I made such a good assassin. And uh, yeah, check check him out. Follow him. I don't know. He f- does shows occasionally. Oh yeah, I, I can vouch. He's he's good. Oh, he's good people. Good guy. Good yeah. Guy. yeah. All right, and Sydney, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me around town, ghost hunting, uh, or at my Twitter at the Steinbergler. All right. Well, this has been Mystic Party. Please like and subscribe. Check out our page on Facebook um, and go to Feral Audio. Listen to our podcast there. Listen to other podcasts there. There's a lot of great podcasts. There's so many great podcasts. Feral Audio. um, And thank you for listening to Mystic Party. Feral Audio. It's Jaquise. It's Carl. It's Edgar. And we are your boys from Against the Grain. Check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to us or listen to us on your favorite podcasting app. We talk all the shit. We talk none of the shit. We talk a majority of the shit. You should check us out and listen. See just how much shit we really talk. Yeah, baby. Against the Grain. United States government. It is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.